what I like to do differently. Um, I know a lot of people just want to set the stuff up for their clients and have it go out to the clients and wait for the client to respond. Like, yeah, you, you're Zillow. Yeah. I don't know if you know, that's what Zillow does. Um, so you're not. And they do it well. They do it better than you do. Okay. <laughs> See, uh, I was trying to be that. nice about it. You, yeah. were, you were being. That's what Zillow does. <laughs> if you want to beat Zillow, well, what can you do that Zillow's not? Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. And I am Brian Kochi, the Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. Not going to say in San Diego? Nope. You do sometimes. Sometimes I do. Yeah, not this time? Not this time. Okay. Cool. The goal of our show, guys, is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. We like to do it in 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the kind of podcast that you can listen to on your way to or from the office, uh, or on your way to that next appointment when you're crushing it and closing deals. Uh, if you enjoy the show today, if you're watching on YouTube, we'd love it if you could give us a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and the little bell so you get notified of future episodes, or if you are listening on one of the podcast platforms, if you can hook us up with a review on there, that would be awesome. I've heard we made it to top 50 in business management in Canada. Hey, we'll take it, but we'd love to, uh, to be a top 50 podcast here in the States, so uh, make sure to hook us up with a review on there. That would go really long ways for us. Um, the way that we like to run the show is rather than guessing at what it is that you want to hear about, we just open it up and you get to tell us what you want to hear about, which I know we have a, a question we're going to hit on today. So if you have a question you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there, subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, join our referral network, join our Facebook group, and find out about upcoming events like our media mayor mastermind, which we're recording a lot of this week. Um, which is a deep dive into everything Brian and I have learned over the last six plus years of cranking out videos together and condensing it into a nice little package to shortcut your learning curve so you can implement video into your business. So thewhistleway.com. All right, Brian, what do we got? So I didn't even take mushrooms today, and I'm like, I'm just rolling. So what we're talking about today is actually probably going to be different legal than uh, legal, not illegal mushrooms, the legal than ones. what we put on the Facebook Live. So if you're watching the Facebook Live, we asked about um, the do's and don'ts for um, creating a market update. Okay. But I read this a couple more times, and I don't think that's what he's asking. Uh, this is coming from... Somebody told me they had a question that they asked on the show, and you read it completely different. But he's like... But Kyle, you, you understood my question. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. He asked it kind of weird. <laughs> I don't remember who it was, but I remember, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to try and do better this time. I read it through a couple more times. This is from Justin Barney. What's up, um, Justin? He says, I'm a new, I'll just read it to you, and that way you can say what it is, right? Hopefully interpret it correctly. So he says, I'm a new agent as of September of 2020. I keep hearing that I should be reviewing hot sheets daily, but I can't find anything that says what I should be focusing on. I mostly look at new and price change homes for my buyers. I love watching your shows on YouTube and would greatly appreciate some direction. So my first thought was, I thought he was talking about market updates, but that's actually not at all what he's talking about. I know, Tom gives me the what the hell, uh, and I read it again this time, and I realized that wasn't it at all. Um, so I think, correct me if I'm wrong, what he's looking for is, what does he need to be looking at a daily basis to kind of get the vibe of the market, one, and two, how does he find homes for his buyers that may be applicable to them? Yeah, I got you. You got it on the third time. <laughs> well, hot sheets is, is a unique term because some MLSs have a feature called hot sheets. Do we? Some don't. 
Uh, I don't know. I don't sell houses. So. <laughs> I sell a couple. Um, okay, so, so the fact you don't know, that makes me feel good. Because I'm like, I've heard Our MLS hot has sheets. hot sheets, yes. Okay. So you could basically save searches. Uh, so as a new agent, what I would recommend is you have your hot sheet set up to send you everything that's listed within the general area that you want to focus on selling homes in. So one of the beautiful things that you have as an advantage when you are new is you have time. I have zero time. Like I just came from one podcast straight into this. And the second this is over, I'm back to back to back to back meetings until the end of the day. Until Friday. (laughs) Until Friday. Yeah, basically. I don't have time. Like, so I don't have the time to go and research the market. I don't have the time to look at every house that comes for sale. I don't have that time. So that could hurt me, right? If you're a new agent and you could go into a listing appointment and the seller's like, oh yeah, did you see the home You know, around the corner on 123 Main Street? If you can say, oh yeah, are you talking about the one that had the orange shag carpet with the cool mid-century fireplace? And then I go in there and they're like, do you see the one at 123 Main Street? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 123 Main Street. Like, <laughs> You actually it's away from here. (laughs) You actually have an opportunity to gain a leg up in that scenario because you are able to take some time to look at every single property that gets listed in your area, which is one of the best usages of time I think there is if you have a general area you want to focus on. If you know every single house that comes up for sale, that could be huge for you. It also will help you understand pricing, features, locations. You also get to understand who are the players, right? Because like, you're going to see who the listing agents are on these properties. Um, I think it's a really good use of time. Now, would I spend five hours a day on that? No. But is that a good usage of like 30 minutes of your day when you're a new agent? Yeah. Um, broker caravans or uh, broker tours, broker open houses, whatever it's called in your area. Uh, I think it's a great usage of time when you're a new agent especially when you're a new agent, because now you're knocking out two birds with one stone. One, you're getting to know the inventory in the area. And then the good thing with the broker opens, you actually get to go physically through these homes. Um, So now you're getting to walk it. So you're starting to get acclimated to like, what does a home on the west side of town look like versus the east side of town versus the south versus the north. Um, You're getting to meet all the players. So depending on your market, when you go to these broker caravans, sometimes there's going to be a lot of affiliates. Sometimes there's a lot of agents. It just depends. I mean, here in San Diego, we have some caravans where I could go and it's like 200 people, 90% of them are realtors. I could go to another one where there's 100 people and 90% of them are affiliates. You just don't know. So, I mean, that's even locally here in San Diego County. So across the country, across the world, I don't know. It's going to vary. But either way, you're getting to go and you're getting to see the inventory You're getting to physically go through it. And even if you're meeting a lot of the affiliates, that's fine. And when I say affiliates, I'm talking like the lenders, the title companies, um, those types. NHD. Right. Um, You're getting to meet a lot of the the movers and shakers in your area, which is valuable because relationships are so damn important. You want to have relationships with everybody, but especially relationships with the listing agents. Because if you're new, you're probably going to have more buyers and sellers in the beginning of your career. Well, what you've got to understand, like we're in this insane market right now where our average market time, at least for San Diego right now, is 21 days. For our team is nine. I would say, I think, it, when does it start going by hours? How many <laughs> hours the home has been on the market? Yeah, we're at nine. Oh, yeah, um, nine. So when we're in that kind of a market, when I know the listing agent on the other end, that agent's going to be a lot more willing to take my phone call when they're like, Kyle, oh yeah, I met Kyle at the broker caravan last week. Like, I'm going to take Kyle's call. Versus the other 
400 agents who are calling them they've never met before, they might not take that phone call. So those relationships are going to be really valuable. And a lot of times they're going to be more open to sharing information with you if they have a relationship with you versus the person they don't know. So I think there's so many benefits that are going to come from actually following your hot sheets. I think that that's a great usage of time. I think going to broker caravans as a new agent is a great usage of time. Um, another benefit that could come from that, now we're in California, open houses are you're, they're doable, cause, but there's modifications you have to make and the attendance is crap right now. Um, and that's coming from a team who did 54 deals from open houses in 2019, so we're hating it. I'm very jealous because I talk to people in other markets and they're like, oh, we're open houses, there's like lines down the block. Jeez. I wish we had that here, we don't. Um, so for, you know, if I was a new agent, I'd be open house. If I'm in a market where open houses are effective right now um, and, and allowable, I'm doing an open house like nonstop. Like I think that's the best usage of time as a new agent. And so the good thing is if you're going to these caravans, you're meeting the listing agents. Now you get to have a conversation. Hey, Brian, congrats on your listing over on 123 Main Street, the one with the orange shag carpet and the mid-century fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, congrats on that listing. Out of curiosity, are you going to be holding it open this weekend? No, no, I don't really like to do a lot of open houses. Oh, I love doing open houses. If you're up for it, I'd love to hold it open for you. And I'll make sure I send you a super detailed report at the end of the open house that you could take back to the seller and let them know what all the feedback was on your new listing. Sure, go for it, man, right? Like a, a lot of agents are gonna be cool with that. Yep. Um, so it could be a really good way for you to build relationships that could get you open house opportunities. Hopefully you have some in, within your team that you're a part of because you should join a team when you're new. Um, hopefully you have some in your team or within your brokerage, but if not, those people you're meeting at the caravans are potential open houses for you. So you mentioned looking at hot sheets, good idea, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, not five hours. Um, and you also mentioned in the area you're looking at, Do you would you recommend, again, we're in San Diego, looking at all of San Diego, picking East County versus North County versus Coastal, or going so small into a, you know, Santee or even a, a farm? How how wide or tight are you going in those hot sheets? Um, so we're in San Diego, which would be considered one of the top 10 largest cities in the country, I think. So here you're going to be a little bit more focused, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's, it'd be a, in San Diego, we kind of have like five general areas, like north, south, east, west, central, whatever. Um, but in a lot of cities, <laughs> I love that Brian, for those of you guys listening that aren't watching on YouTube, Brian is counting on his fingers I'll make sure all, you got five, all five. Yeah. All five of them. Good job, Brian. Um, so, you know, here locally in San Diego, I think you're going to focus more regionally. Okay. Whereas if you're in, you know, I've got friends in, what were we talking today? And like, Wichita, Kansas, small market, you're probably going to want to know the inventory in all of Wichita. So I think it's just going to be market dependent. And I want to know every listing in an area if I'm newer. I want to get to know my inventory. I want to know the styles of homes. You know, oh, hey, looks like everything over there was built in the 50s. That part of town, the most stuff is built in the 70s. And then, again, as you go to these caravans and you read these descriptions, you start to learn, you know, especially if you're in older communities, like, oh, that's where... You know, Lloyd Rocco built a lot of mid-century homes. That's where Eichler did his homes. Like, now you start to learn, like, who some of the builders or architects. Like, you're just gaining so much knowledge. And and when you're new, again, that's your competitive advantage when you're new is you have time to go do this research. I don't have this time at at this level to go and do that research. So there's going to be opportunities as a brand-new agent where you want to know how do you beat the, the big dog who's been around forever and sold a million homes. 
is this. This is how you beat them. You come Kyle in. just called himself the big dog. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you want to know how do you beat me? Know more than me. Come in and impress somebody with your knowledge and know more details than me. That's how you beat me. So he mentions um, he mostly looks at new listings and price changes. Anything else you should look at? Any expireds or I don't know if FISBOs are even – they wouldn't be on the MLS hot sheet. Um, those are not – so, I mean, the FISBOs and expireds are opportunities to go after business. So, I mean, if you're newer and you're, if you're comfortable being on the phones, um, some people love being on the phone. Some people are terrified of it. If that's in your wheelhouse going after, now, I don't think there's a lot of expired listings right now because they, they sell. They don't even, <laughs> unless you're signing like one week listing agreements. Um, we're not seeing a lot of expireds, but you are seeing more for sale by owners mm -hmm. because what ends up happening in a market like we're in today that's appreciating rapidly is like, well, it's easy to sell homes, right? We just talked about it. our average home is selling in nine days. But what is this selling for? Because anybody could sell a home, but how much are they selling it for, right? Yep. Do they have the marketing skills to bring in as many buyers as possible? And then more importantly, do they have the negotiation skills? Or process. Because like we, we talked about my ranch on a recent, recent episode, and we were just talking about it, is I talked to some of the local experts they told me I should probably list it for like 550, maybe 600 tops. Well, we put it up for 600. And then within the first day, we had a couple offers at like six and 615. A lot of agents, especially if for sale by owner, were like, oh my God, you're gonna pay me 15,000 over what I'm asking? Sold. You dumb ass. You just left a lot of money on the table. What did we do? We have a strategy, right, where we make sure we get proper exposure we get to let the property marinate on the weekend get a lot of people in there now we come around on monday and instead of where we were at after day one at 615 we come around on monday we're at 656 and now again here's where you as a for sale by owner you're gonna be like hell yeah fifty six thousand over list let's take it nope you left money on the table there's strategies how do you go back and get more we went back to the well got another 30 out of it so whereas if you as a for sale by owner, you might have took the 600, first offer that came in full price, you're like, sweet, sold. You could have left $86,000 on the table. Yep. So people think because it's a, an easy market right now, like, oh, I'm just going to do it myself. I'll just put it up and put it up for 600. It's going to sell in a week. I'm done. Left $86,000 on the table. So I think it's important to come in and actually help somebody understand that's trying to do this by themselves, the importance of having an expert negotiator on your team, somebody who has a proven process. It's one, gonna bring the buyers in, and then two, squeeze, extract as much money as possible out of those buyers. So I think there's a really good opportunity to go after FISBOs right now. Cool. Um, and a lot of experienced agents won't do it. They just wanna hit the easy button and pay for like Zillow leads or something. Um, anything else on those hot sheets that you should be looking at? The other one, he's, I think he mentioned for like his clients what he's looking for. Yeah, so I mostly look at one, new and price change homes for my buyers. Yeah, so this is where a lot of people screw up too as newer agents is that they, um, they set up a search and then the search is hitting them like throughout the day with like matches for their clients. Like, oh, hey, Kyle, there's a new one for Brian at 10 a.m. And then like 1 p.m., oh, Kyle, there's another match for Brian. 4 p.m., hey, Kyle, there's another match for Brian. Like you're getting pinged like throughout the day. And now you're just pinballing all over the place because it's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of making calls. Oh, but something just came up for Brian. Let me stop making my calls. Let me go like look at this property for Brian. Like, you're just, you're bouncing back and forth and it's not efficient. So what I recommend you do is you set up all your searches for your clients and have all of them arrive 
it's you know it depends on your MLS. Our MLS, I could say, have all the matches arrive at 1 p.m. Whatever's come through in the last 24 hours, send them to me at 1 p.m. for all my clients. And now I have a time block built into my schedule from 1 to 1.30 every day. I review the matches for my clients. So maybe you have like 30 minutes in the morning, you're reviewing hot sheets. Maybe you have 30 minutes in the afternoon, you're reviewing the matches on your client-specific properties. What I like to do differently, um, I know a lot of people just want to set the stuff up for their clients and have it go out to the clients and wait for the client to respond. Like, yeah, you, you're Zillow. Yeah. I don't know if you know, that's what Zillow does. Um, so you're not... And they do it well. They do it better than you do. Okay. <laughs> See, uh, I, I was trying to be that. nice about it. You, yeah. were, you were being... That's what Zillow does. <laughs> if you want to beat Zillow, well, what can you do that Zillow's not? Well, what you can do that Zillow's not is you get all those emailed to you at one o'clock. You go through and you look through all the homes and you're like, oh shit, Brian's looking for a house with orange shag carpet in a mid-century fireplace. He knows I need to me. send this one to Brian. <laughs> now I'm going into that specific property. I'm finding the picture that shows the orange carpet, orange shag carpet in the mid-century fireplace. And I'm sending it. Hey, Brian, I found something that's perfect. I know this is exactly what you're looking for. It's got the carpet you want, the fireplace you want. We need to go see this. What's more effective, that or just the drip email from whatever CRM or, or from your MLS? Because yep. Zillow's not doing that, Correct. right? Not yet. <laughs> that, that technology has been in the works for a long time. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's many technologies now that are actually not on a, I'm not saying Zillow has it. So if they don't, they'll buy somebody who does it. Um, but there's technology already that's now paying attention to the homes that people are favoriting. And it's starting to learn what types of homes without somebody even saying anything. It's realizing that they're hanging on a picture of the orange shag carpet. And then it's going to be like, you look at another property that has orange shag carpet and you stop on the picture with the orange shag carpet again. It's starting to utilize machine learning to learn the fact that Brian likes orange shag carpet. And then every time Brian stops on a mid-century fireplace, it's learning that Brian likes mid-century fireplaces. So what's it going to do? It's going to start sending Brian properties that are orange shag carpet with mid-century fireplaces. I don't really that like that. That should exist. Correct. And, and you can tell that it, it exists because if you look at if you want to get nerdy and look at the, what they call the alt text on photos on Google or on Instagram even, Instagram knows when you upload a photo, you can look at the alt text after a day or so, and it will say, photo of people with a sunset. And you're like, it is, but I didn't tell you that. And so it can start figuring this stuff out over and over and over again. It's the algorithm, man. The algorithm. Love it. All right. I think that was some good stuff. In that was really good. Cool. Oh, well, he, he didn't ask that question, though. He actually asked how to do I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> you hopefully go, you guys got a lot of value out of that. Um, if you are enjoying the show, again, if you're watching on YouTube, hook us up with a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button and the little bell so you get notified of future episodes. If you're listening on a podcast platform, make sure to hook us up with the review. Uh, those go a really long way. We'd love to share this message. I think this was uh, really valuable. I didn't know where we were going to go with this today. but I didn't either, it. obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel good about where we went. Yeah. Um, but before we wrap, Brian, I want to make sure we share something we like to refer to as our whistle widget of the week. This is something we're utilizing in our business that's either saving us time, making us more money, or just helping us have more fun. So the tool I'm using today saves me a lot of time. Um, there are so many times where I'm making thumbnails or images for videos. I need graphics, any of those things. Um, but I don't want real images. I want PNGs. I want uh, transparent background. I want vector type images. Um, like today I was looking for, we were doing a 
I was doing a, a thumbnail for five-star review, and I wanted some stars. And I didn't want picture of the night sky stars. I wanted the five-point stars, right? Um, so I go to this website. It's called cleanpng.com. Um, it's free. You might have to sign up, um, but it's free to use. There's a ton of great stuff. Um, a lot of times when you Google, you know, stars, transparent background, you find the exact one you want, and then you go to it, and then you have to pay 10 bucks or pay credits or any of that. Uh, it's cleanpng.com. You don't have to pay for any of it. I love it, cleanpng.com. You uh, sparked an idea in my head of one that I like to use. It's kind of along the same Good. lines. It deals with PNGs. Um, so there's a lot of times when we're, like, I mean, I'm not a, a graphic artist by any means, but there's times where I want to, like, make an image or a chart or whatever, and I need an image of a person, but I need it to not have a background on it. I just want an image where I could remove the background and just have Brian's beautiful face, and I could put it in front of the mid-century fireplace. <laughs> With the orange the shag, shag carpet. Orange shag carpet. That's not what I want. People are going to send beautiful. me stuff now. <laughs> um, so this website is called remove.bg, as in background. Remove.bg. You could just take a photo of, let's say, Brian, and throw it in there, and it'll strip the entire background and just give you a perfect PNG of Brian with a transparent background. And then you could put that into Canva or whatever it is that you're utilizing to make your beautiful image. And it's really easy. You don't need like Photoshop or any fancy software. So remove.bg. It works really well. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's free. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yep. Awesome. Well, hopefully you guys got a ton of value out of today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Whistle Way Podcast. See you next week.